Today's gospel lesson comes from the 14th chapter of John, verses 23 through 29. And it reads, Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my word. And the word that you hear is not mine. But the Father, but it's from the Father who sent me. I've said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you love me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you may believe. The word of the Lord. My friends, there is nothing more daunting than the feeling of loneliness and emptiness, especially whenever we endeavor to work, serve, lead, and live in a world that is moving quickly all around us. I can personally attest along with conversation with several people throughout my life journey, it is possible to effectively function in various spaces where the sting of pain is raging on the inside while wearing a happy face on the outside. This task, my friends, is a sad impression that is unbecoming to say the least. And here is an added joke to the emotional mix. It becomes even more daunting whenever someone close to us becomes sick or suddenly dies during our times of loneliness and emptiness. It is like watching an avalanche fall straight down on us without any help in sight. No doubt, my friend. Those are tough places to find ourselves or think about. However, I believe God understands how we feel and Scripture gives us hope, especially in times of our woes, concerns, and questions. And in this John text, we find Jesus continuing a personal discourse with his disciples that gives us hope. In fact, this discourse moves us more into where Jesus is beginning to talk more about his death, resurrection, but more importantly, life after his ascension. Of course, as I have heard from some of my seminary professors, and I agree, The disciples did not have a clue about how tough the road was going to be 
after Jesus would depart them and go back to the Father. Yet, considering this scriptural discourse in this text, we can argue. Jesus understood that they would need something out of this world to guide them, strengthen them, encourage them, empower them, and give them a peace that would surpass everything that would come up against them. This peace offer, my friends, would also include comfort whenever they would sense feelings of loneliness and emptiness. Stated earlier, I understand how it feels to be called to function in various spaces while feeling the sting of pain, loneliness, and emptiness. In fact, only a few people in my life know that over 20 years ago, I was medically diagnosed with depressive disorder. Without going and going too in-depth, my symptoms were varied, ranging from sudden sadness, hopelessness, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and isolation, to name a few. As much as I tried to control those random symptoms, I couldn't. And eventually I agreed to take medication therapy. As I sometimes reflect on those times, I realize that some of those things were connected to situations that I didn't have any control over. Some of those things included hearing about loved ones and friends, including Navy shipmates getting sick, getting killed, dying to deadly diseases, Experiencing divorce and getting harmed by reckless people. Yes, amid all, amid all those experiences, I found myself questioning God, wondering about the presence of God and longing for peace to calm my aching mind, heart, and soul. Then, in all of God's mercy, God allowed me to encounter some people who learned how to adequately function amid their depression. I was able to, to meet some people who became champions for families of military personnel killed while serving on active duty. And I was very fortunate to meet some people who learned how to overcome and defeat that disorder. And I am blessed, extremely blessed to say that I am one of those people with the help of the Spirit who defeated this disorder. Yes, it is a lifetime work in progress, but thank God for this peace within me, which surpasses all understanding. And thank God, I can honestly report, all is well with my soul. And I believe this is the peace that Jesus talked about in this John text. 
It is the peace of the Spirit that allows us to press forward. It is the peace of the Spirit that helps us feel like we can face giants in our lives. It is the peace of the Spirit that encourages us not only to come up the rough side of the mountain, but by faith move mountains out of our way. This peace is not like the typical and usual peace that the world may offer us that is filled with quid pro quo measures. Rather, the peace of the Spirit is an unmerited favor to us from God. In our deepest and darkest moments of loneliness and emptiness, this peace can soothe us. In our times of grief, despair, and bitterness, this peace can comfort us. And in our times of unrest, doubt, and contrition, this peace can direct our path. Oh, thank God for this unusual peace offer. However, we must respond to this peace offering by committing ourselves to the ways of Jesus Christ, following his examples Staying in love with God and extending peace to others. And I would be remiss if I did not encourage us to recognize moments whenever we need to be still and allow the peace of God to overshadow us. Let us take heart and follow the scripture that states, peace, be still, and know that God is God. Indeed, Jesus offered his peace offering to his disciples, which is extended to us today. It is a gracious offer that we can never earn or buy. Again, let us commit ourselves to the ways of the Lord and receive this unusual peace offer that is not like the wavering and unstavoring peace offering of the world. Also, my friends, during this Memorial Day holiday, I encourage us to remember those among us that are experiencing hard times, including those that are battling depression and grief such as the families that lost loved ones who were serving on, on active duty or those that came back from war unwell. In closing, as the scripture told us, let not your hearts be troubled or afraid because we are not alone. God is with us and God's unusual peace offering is available to everyone. My friends, I hope we respond and commit our whole self to Jesus Christ, accept his peace offering, embrace it, and keep it alive in our hearts as well as share it with others. The choice is ours, my friends, and I hope we choose wisely this day. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.